Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 217 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. From co-founder of a vodka company to building an innovative league of their own non-alcoholic beverage, Faye is a powerhouse woman behind Bon Buzz. We deserve a good buzz on. Minus the boozy blues and anxiety. Faye walks us through her own relationship with alcohol and how that led her to be a force in the non alcoholic beverage industry. This is such a fantastic episode. Let's get into it. Faye, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. And I'm so happy that we like finally got to connect. I know. Your schedule is so crazy and hectic right now because you're just a woman in charge. You're a lady in in business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. And wearing many different hats right now. Um, so I do apologize for having had to reschedule the last two meetings, but I'm so excited to have this chat. Don't apologize at all. I totally, totally understand. And of course, I want to talk about your fabulous company, Bon Buzz, but I wanted to back it up a little bit and I wanted to talk about your personal experience and relationship with alcohol. Could you let us know what that is or what that looks like? Yes. Yeah, so um, it's been a very meandering journey, much like the rest of my life. Um, I would definitely say that, I mean, I'm from London, so I grew up in Spain. So we tend to start a lot younger than the average American. And when it comes to drinking alcohol, like normally you're at the table at like six years old, drinking Mm -hmm. your, you know, your mom mom or dad's like glass of, or trying your mom mom or dad's glass of wine. And, um, but I actually started really young uh, in Spain when I was 13. So wow. that's where I really got introduced to to the game, and you yeah. know, um, it it was great. Like to be honest, alcohol yeah. 
really worked for me. I mean, you're like so fresh, your body like can metabolize anything. You're invincible at that age. Totally. Um, But as the years went on and I, you know, and it became sort of more problematic, definitely Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, would, you know, live in a lot of shame um, later teens and early 20s. Um, I started to kind of explore why I was feeling so bad Mm. and ultimately you know it it was really hard for me to pinpoint that it was actually alcohol and that okay until I was you know 30 I'm now okay um because and I think ultimately it's because alcohol is so normalized you know and and I'm five foot two I'm a really small human being and alcohol is you know metabolizes differently in everyone and it really affects me whether Mm -hmm. it's one glass of wine or anything anything will make me feel less than the next day and so I continued through my 20s in this haze of alcohol and thankfully like education was my savior and I've always Mm -hmm. been like super ambitious and really motivated to to succeed Mm -hmm. (laughs) sense but what um I it's funny because I came to realize that alcohol was the thing holding me back and that was really crystallized when I was at a meditation retreat in Northern California and uh it was a New Year's Eve so I, I went there like for three days over over the New Year's and I, we were, you know, it's one of those like really vulnerable spaces where everyone can share what they're going through. And there mm-hmm. was one woman that I just couldn't, like, there was just something about her. Mm. Like in a was, positive way or like? In a positive way. Like I okay. just, like her energy, the way she presented herself, her confidence, her yeah. like vitality was mm. so uh, like visceral for me. Yeah. And it wasn't until the last day there that we were in one of those sharing circles and she she introduced herself and she said that she was an alcoholic. And I was like, hmm, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> that, you know, that felt really resonant with me at the yeah. time. Um, so at the time, I had also co-founded a vodka company, a sustainable spirits company. So I'm in this like really weird stage of, you know, I have this like self-awareness that uh, alcohol is really sort of holding me back and and mm. restricting me from achieving everything that I want to achieve. But also mm. like I have this duty to, you know, grow, grow the business. And sure. so there was like this uh, cognitive dissonance and just like internal conflict in me. And at that stage, it was maybe you know, I I still continue to do it, but moved out of like a sales, a sales focused role into building more of the like digital direct consumer platform, which is what I love to do. Um, And, and then I started to explore the future of drinking. And that's really kind of where Bombas came about. But, you know, you ask like what my relationship with alcohol is, it's hard for me to put a label on it. And I feel like like I am just a rebellious like I'm rebellious by nature yeah and so as soon as I say I'm this I will literally like 
but you know, 365 days or, you know, whatever, two years will go by. And I'm like, I've just done that exact same thing. So I'm really fluid. Um, mm-hmm. And for three years, I did stop drinking. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that really gave me the opportunity to recalibrate and reevaluate like my relationship. Mm-hmm. But even today, where I very infrequently will have a drink yeah I know that that like it's it's very intentional and it's knowing that the next day I'm going to be operating at 50 percent just because Mm. I think I think I might actually be allergic to alcohol and I really want to test yeah Um, I just it's such a like emotional spiritual physical death for me so I have to be really careful and it's unlike that for a lot of my friends around me who do drink and you know and, and like I remember for so much of my life, I would ask how, you know, the next day I'd be like, how are you feeling? You know, mm. like, because I was feeling so low mm. and they're like, I'm fine. And it's like, yeah, okay, this mm. worked for me. And like, everyone is, you know, built so, so uniquely and not, we yeah. just have to really do what makes us ultimately feel good. And sometimes that changes over time, you know? Yeah. But for me, alcohol has been one thing that I know doesn't serve my highest self. And I argue whether it serves anyone's highest self, the way that we consume it in modern society. Right. Um, very different from obviously the ceremonial like ritual that we used to uh, imbibe alcohol back in the day with fruit that had just fallen off the tree. You know? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. We- no, it's like there's a mission, right? Like when you go out drinking, like there is a mission or at least for a lot of people (laughs) there's a mission you know it's not just one drink it's not just one anything exactly and Mm -hmm. and and on top of that we have processed alcohol and you know there Mm. there's stuff that's like you know whether it's absinthe or even like stuff that's lethal like we are not supposed to process that in our bodies sure of course it's, it's just changed so drastically like I think that was in line with the industrial revolution and yeah yeah. and so it's it's a journey you know and I definitely know to this day that whether I uh, decide to have a drink it Mm. will cause me challenges you know in a serious way sorry if that was then I have to ask then I have to ask then why even go there like what do you even get from drinking when you mindfully decide to drink like why like yeah there has to be something right yeah and Mm. I think that there's still this like really from a a small glass of wine there is this magical window of you know what alcohol like does which is like why it was you know why we started to 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 ceremonialize it okay it allows you to transcend the ordinary okay um, and so and but you know as much as we've tried to like microdose or prolong that that you know that small window we haven't Mm -hmm. been able to and so I think that it's that sort of that really short micro moment of like disinhibition okay uh, that kind of gets me 
Okay. But it does, it, yeah, it, it, it <laughs> but not without its, its challenges. And so, right. Um, yeah. And, and I, it's, it's, you know, it's really kind of the premise for Bombas, you know, and, and okay. why we are different than your, you know, a, a wine alternative or a gin alternative or, a, mm-hmm. you know, or a whatever, like those, the, 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 there are clearly spirits that mimic existing flavor profiles. Yeah. And it's getting better and better. But when we did a deep dive into why people drink, a lot mm-hmm. of people drink for taste, but a lot okay. of people also drink to heighten their state right and and mm-hmm. and, and and get loose to speak right so to speak. and so we wanted yeah. to yeah yeah to like relax to sure. like almost like as a marker of like either like celebration or like transition from like work all day or taking kids taking care of kids all day to like a transition into like night relax like chill yeah, it's like a state change, um, state both change. physically and, men- and mentally. And but yeah. it's the state change from stimulating the prefrontal cortex to actually blacking out your entire brain is, yeah. you know, is very like it's 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 a tenuous dance. Sure. And so that's like the 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 difficulty and the the it's unfortunate <laughs> the way that that happens with alcohol that is a depressant, you know, ultimately yeah. people feel like, Oh, I feel so energized and I'm feeling like really connected, but sure. it is, it, it, for me, it's like three sips and I can feel it, you know? Yeah. So, right. Like, yeah. But I think we're like, I think we're like so addicted and so enamored with feeling good. And in the moment that that feeling of like whatever whatever is coming up for you is actually taking control, like taking control of the wheel and and your decisions and and acting kind of like emotionally and maybe dare I say immaturely, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because we're just looking at like, oh my God, this feels so good. Let's have more. Let's have more. Let's have more. Let's have more. Like to keep these good times rolling. And honestly, I think you bring up a really good point. Like humans have an innate desire to get high, you know, whether it's yeah, to feel sex, good, to feel good, like yeah. sex, drugs, alcohol, all of these sort of external um, activities and substances yeah. that sort of, you know, yeah, change our state and make us feel something outside of what we need to feel (laughs) and so you know but but oftentimes with those things whether it is you know sex and having an unhealthy relationship or alcohol Mm -hmm. drugs those things make you feel bad post-consumption you know and really and and so when crafting Bombas as a beverage company and and as a a feel-good beverage company. It was how do we unite feeling good and getting buzzed so that people can, so that people can have it live in absolute harmony 
Mm. And not at the expense of human health. Yeah. You know, when we say getting buzzed, it's like people think they're going to like get drunk on bumpers. Right. But also it's important, like, Faye, it's also important to like recognize that it's okay to want to feel good. Right. It's okay to maybe want to shift the way you're feeling. What I think is not the best is how we maybe go about that and maybe how we're chasing that and maybe our mindset around what that looks like or are actually limiting ourselves right because we're like designed to be like okay during the day you gotta work and you gotta work hard and if you're not working hard you're lazy yeah (laughs) right I think a hundred percent and I think it touches the point of like being really aware when throughout the day and are you are you eating that piece of cake with that it has a ton of sugar in it because you are trying to escape like a feeling are you eating Mm -hmm. your feelings you know then like I think ultimately the way that we navigate all of these um like whether it's like sugar or you know drugs and alcohol it's being really mindful of like why you know exploring being curious as to why you are about to engage in that you know and it like it's so simple and it literally just it takes a moment like a hand on heart kind of moment to do that curiosity like to engage in the curiosity and that the answer will come like is it a good feeling like yeah I I'll have a piece of chocolate almost every day and it makes me feel really good because I also I work out. I, yeah. you know, I, I kind of, I, it's something, it's balance. You know, yeah. I don't think there's like, and balance looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I, I think you're so right in saying that there is nothing wrong with feeling good, but it yeah. is with intention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, also, I don't know, have you looked into like, the frequency and like the mindset around like what potentially makes us feel good and like what that looks like Like, instead of you know kind of training our mind to be like okay well like fruit can taste really good and can feel really good and if I'm having like fruit a couple times a day I don't feel the need I'm not deprived for anything like sweet or that's going to give me that instant injection of like um synthetic sugar high like if if I'm kind of dripping it out as the day goes I'm not starved I'm not like and then I don't feel shame for indulging and then my most likely leads to overindulgence because we're starving like we're starving to feel good Mm -hmm. right like it's these are natural human needs and desires and wants. And I think the desire to feel good is not, I think something that we've been shamed for. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, 
chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. To be honest. Yeah, and... I think on top of that, you know, what makes people feel good varies Mm. to so many degrees. Um, I know that, you know, a friend of mine, I mean, I'm, I'm a hiker. Like I really love to like go into the mountain and spend the day there. Yes. And that's like what makes me feel alive. Totally. Um, Another friend of mine, what likes to do like kind of, her activity is like slower. So she'll be doing like a a yoga class and that makes me feel good. But like, ultimately, you know, really what, how your body responds to certain things. And that's Mm -hmm. like an exploration in itself um, that needs to be, you know, as we get into adulthood, once you know the things that work for you, continue to do those things. Yeah. But and they'll change too, right? Like that's the beauty. Like we're supposed to change. Like you, you were working in like for a vodka company. Like talk about expansion and growth. (laughs) Hello. Like we're supposed to change. And that also is going to mean the things that we take interest in, the things that light us up, the things that turn us on. It's going to be different. They're going to change. That's why I'm like the labels, like the labels for me feel like really rigid. And I'm like, oh my uh, God. <laughs> yeah. Because you like to change. You yeah, like I like shift. I, I mean, I don't even know if I, I'm open to it. Yeah. But I know that I've seen it. Ha- like I do change so much. Like I live in LA, you know, yeah. you had asked me when I was 25, would you be living in LA? I'd be like, hell no. You know, yeah. <laughs> I fell in love with surfing at 27. And yeah. actually I realized that I wanted to live in, well, one, I, I always had the like entrepreneurial itch yeah. and where else to build the American dreams and in America. Yes, um, ma'am. <laughs> but also like to be in a place where I could access the ocean, the mountains, mm. you know, just be re- like in nature, but also, but also build, you know, build mm-hmm. the the entity, you know, mm-hmm. outside totally. of just like I'm so I feel I'm like a multi-dimensional person and most people are. And so LA right now really allows me to like to go and explore when I need to, but also um connect yeah. with people, um, which is so important in business, obviously, like this yeah. conversation right now, although it's virtual. Um, but it's yeah it's really dense so it works (laughs) yeah I mean there definitely is some kind of like magic in LA like just knowing that anything can happen at any possible time it's so exciting and thrilling like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you are you're kind of rubbing shoulders with you know yeah 
the Hollywood scene. But I think outside of that, because we live in a world where we're able to connect with anyone all over the world, that magic can happen anywhere too, you know? And it's sort of true. Mm. Yeah. What what do you think? I don't, uh, I don't fully agree with that because, and and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. So I lived in LA for 11 years. Mm -hmm. It truly was like when I was younger I was a girl on fire like I was all over that place I was meeting people like who I needed to meet at that time you know it was really fun and exciting Mm -hmm. um I was DJing at the time so I was you know doing my thing um and then I got sober and I wanted to switch out of DJing didn't like the scene anymore. Um, and that, I think that transition was tough. I mean, it was tough, of course, obviously, like everything changes your whole social circle, everything, the way you view the world changes, right? It was so much clearer. It was so much like more real. (laughs) It's like this filter had been taken off, which I really appreciate actually like looking back at it now. And then uh, the pandemic hit and I moved up to Vancouver, Canada. And I have to say, it is pretty boring here. (laughs) It definitely does not, like I can only conjure up so much magic, right? And I can only manifest. And I don't know if you're familiar with like human design. Do you follow or subscribe to that? Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm so excited. I'll hit you later. Um, (laughs) But human design is really designed to help you learn about how you kind of ingest and receive and then process and put out your dreams and, and how you kind of make your way through the world. And as a manifest generator, I can only, I, I'm very affected by, by my surroundings And I'm very inspired and that's why TV, movies, like visually stuff, like even going shopping is very, um, it's very inspiring to me. So that, there's only, there's a cap in Vancouver and it's definitely different than LA. I'm not saying it's better or worse or whatever, but there's way less people. Everyone has like a nine to five here. I find in LA, it's a little more fluid, like people, ton, way more entrepreneurs, younger people. It's just a a different mix, yeah. I feel. The weather is a hell of a lot better. And that 100% affects your mood. And of course, we all know your mood then affects your environment and how you um you know, Show relay up. that. Into, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Into the world. So that, I mean, that, that affects you, that, that contributes to the magic, I think. So by this human design concept, what yes. do you think would be your ideal? Like, I want to mm-hmm. know what that manifestation is for you. And is it? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G. Like location out of the picture. So you're doing, sure. you're connecting with people all over the world, right? Yeah. Yes. However, it sounds like the physical, your geographic location and the environment is a little slower and mm-hmm. less sort of um, dense than you'd like for it to be, maybe like culturally or whatever speaking. A little so less stimulating, for- like a little less creative maybe Jessica wants to become a DJ again (laughs) (laughs) no 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 definitely not I am definitely retired from DJing but like I don't know I just miss even walking down the street or even going for coffee you know like you can't walk down the street in LA (laughs) well like in I used to live in West Hollywood and like I would walk down I lived like in Melrose Place area and I used to walk down Melrose and you just you don't know. Yeah. You know, like you'll be talking to someone at a coffee shop and just go on this like beautiful, wonderful tangent and like worlds collide and it's exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. And I'm not saying that can't happen everywhere. Mm. I just feel it's a little more open and unique in LA. Mm. I think just no. by virtue of the fact of the density, like the density and yeah, the numbers, yeah. yeah, numbers, but also the hustle, you know, it's very yeah. much like people come here to build their dream, you know, whether that's yeah. in acting or, you know, now there's this like really bustling sort of CPG startup scene, like so much yeah. happens here. So um, I think that, and and, and I think honestly people do go out being like I don't know who I'm gonna meet like I know my cousin will go out to a restaurant and like Mm -hmm. come back with connections that have set her up for the next five years of her life you know she's like that like how does well firstly I feel like she can flirt with a wall so it's really like good (laughs) for her um but also love that but, but I think you're right. People are really open here because yeah. everyone's sort of on a similar journey yeah. that might not be the case in Vancouver, you know? Yes. Like you've got, I, I don't know what the demographic is, but 
potentially slightly older as well um yeah 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 and like I don't feel like a lot of people take risks here like you just said like LA people specifically come to LA for a reason right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and yes it can be overwhelming and it can feel like oh everyone's just trying to get ahead and they are and I personally do not find anything wrong with that because I am more than willing to help like whatever I know that you may not know I'm super down to exchange information that way like I'm not I've never been a gatekeeper per se you know and I used to do this with DJing people would other DJs would be like oh my god like what was that remix that you played and I'm like you know what dude you can have my entire music catalog and I'll tell you why because you will never play you will never mix two songs the same you mm. will never dance you will never drop at the, the that beat at the same time as I do because you and I are different you may hear something different in a song that I may not hear and that will that will that will have you play it differently mix it in with another song completely different and I'm fine with that Mm-hmm. I appreciate our differences and I know you can't do what I do and I can't do what you do. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Yeah, and I think- Aim on. (laughs) Ultimately, I still think like imitation is the, what is it? Imitation is like, the most the highest form of flattery the highest form of flattery you know yeah it's still well, cool. we're all copying the same shit we're all I mean, saying the same shit we're evolving <laughs> like if someone it's yeah. like it is the theory of evolution you know yeah like it music's getting better drinks right. are getting better um you know it's it's how the world works yeah and, and we're and- innovative like things are we're creating things you know this is how like in times of strife and times of depression, like these are when things are created and invented to help propel humanity. Yeah. That's just a fact. Definitely. So I 
I'm so down for that. And I love being in that energy. It can get overwhelming. Sure. At times, right. I'm sure you might've felt that or feel like, you know, maybe doing the comparison game. Oh yeah. Definitely yeah. gets to you. I'm like, where can I live on a farm and grow my own, <laughs> be self-sustainable and yeah. you know, all of that. Oh, wait, how long have you lived in LA? I've been in LA four years. Okay. And- that's, per- that's exactly why that that's coming up. It's like I, the four-year mark. Everyone wants oh, yeah. a farm. <laughs> yeah. And I was four years in Orange County. So, okay, you know, but I feel like I get this like itch after, you know, three, four years. Where I'm like, what's next? You know, like, yeah. it, and I think it's a result of just st- like wanting to feel like stimulated by my surroundings. And sometimes sure. after four years, you're kind of like, okay, I'm, I've seen a lot, you know, yes. and I feel like I'm an autopilot. So how do I change that? Uh, <laughs> um, totally. How long have you been in Vancouver for? Um, I've been here since the pandemic. So oh, yeah. I guess three years. Is it three? Sounds like you're coming yeah. up to that mark too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I've been, I've been on the mark for sure. But I, I don't know if I would live in LA again. I love to visit Um, I'm definitely, I'm coming to LA in October to do an event. Um, I'm just not sure if I want to live there again. You know, it's great to visit, get that hit and then leave. (laughs) Totally, totally. I mean, I, I find that I'm always like wanting to move like in a forwards direction and so when yeah. people are like oh would you move back to London I'm like hell no like, yeah that, you know yeah I've been next? there like there's so much of the world to see and yeah my my friend had recently told me that she saw her ex-neighbor who lived in the house next to her with his wife and kids and they sold their house I think like two years ago yeah. And went bought a sailboat and sailed around the world for two Whoa. years. And then she randomly saw him, I don't know, in an air one or something. And he was like, What? <laughs> and she's like, Hi. She's like, he looks so different. And he's like, Yeah, I'm back. Like I went, you know, I was sailing <laughs> obviously with my family. And I'm I really want to buy my old house back. <laughs> And we were joking because you traveled around the whole world and yeah. you want to be in Burbank after seeing all of that. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. <laughs> so I, I mean, mean, maybe that represents like stability and yeah. like safety for him. Totally, totally. Being out on like the ocean, oof. Nope. 100% for two years. So, oh, hell no. Uh, yeah, I think he's like... <laughs> where is my comfortable where is my comfort and like yeah. that you know that is in where in his home in Burbank so yeah yeah it's it's really funny but hmm. yeah I'm like Mexico City like well where can we go next <laughs> oh yeah I love I'm totally down to travel I think it's so fun and like it's so exciting I think our world is such an an amazing place we're so lucky we're so lucky so fate I want to transition me to to Bonba's like the last we kind of left off you were working for a vodka company how did you then relay that to Bonba's like what what happened 
Yeah, so um, it was like four years at the vodka company and, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like more of a like mission driven brand, which like I loved and I helped co-found it. And, you know, it was it was pretty hard to leave because I've never been a solo founder before but there was no denying that I had this like this tension that existed inside me because I didn't even like vodka (laughs) yeah well it's hard to push and back something that you don't like yeah so um but a friend of mine had a distillery and I wanted to build a brand you know and so that's kind of how it came about but and it was cool because it was like sustainability was at the the sort of forefront of it but when I got sober I decided to really kind of explore why I was drinking like what is you know all of those like like I got really curious about what it was that led me to alcohol and ultimately um and what I liked about it and how I could make it better I now had all of the skills of what it took to build you know a spirits company yeah and um and so in 20 you know I had this idea at the time that you know Seedlip had like launched and there Mm -hmm. were maybe three brands in the marketplace it was like very early on um and I was like you know it was I was just so passionate about it I was like you know this is the future like there's no denying it and so (laughs) and so um when we were when I was looking at formulation that happened in my kitchen for a long time going to Ron's tea garden and getting like all different types of teas and supplements and experimenting and just trying to kind of see what combination and stack would work. But I'm not, you know, I'm not like a food scientist. And right. <laughs> so once I, you know, I'm doing just a ton of research around. Ultimately, I want Bombas to be a a play for life preservation. Like ultimately, we're all trying to live happy and healthy lives mm-hmm. for as long as possible. And so how can Bombas be a vehicle for that in the ingredients that we use and and make you feel good, you know? Yeah, totally. So, so when I was looking at, there are some supplement brands that I really look up to, like Onnit, O-N-N-I-T, okay. um, Bill Marcus uh, and Exited. But that is a really potent blend that actually like when I would take like makes me feel physically ill unfortunately like again just a very sensitive person like I would physically want to you know I would just get nauseous from it right and really jittery so um what I I kind of was looking at different um ratios for the formulations and everything that's currently in our spirits and they have the same functional stack works to make people feel more energized and that's Mm -hmm. very natural like we want we when we were exploring why people drink people drink to feel more connected Mm -hmm. to feel you know change state feel more um energized and so things we use like caffeine um 5-HTP tyrosine rhodiola ginger they all fall under the umbrella of nootropics and adaptogens that support brain function and mood, essentially. 
and um and we have b vitamins in our drink so nice. that's really great for energy mm-hmm. um, but ultimately yeah and i think from what we've experienced people people feel something and that's really right. exciting and and there are some people who are like this didn't get me buzzed at all and it's okay. like but you know alcohol also works very differently on everyone exactly um, and i think there there's an issue around um, expectation you know yep. we say the buzz without the booze and it i think people sometimes feel like it's going to get them drunk or sure. you know a, a high of thc or something of that sort and we just use very natural ingredients that work with your body to elevate state and so again like a tiktok's a really powerful platform for us okay we put a lot of content on there where it's like because people like what does it do what does it do and like so we'll create videos to sort of educate how will it make me feel and all of that and like um yeah and then yeah it's 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 been so fun to see bombas mm. in the world and we have we're about to launch our ready to drink format so it's essentially like up the the, the functional stack in a more optimized fashion for midday cool. really built for like the midday lift okay Ooh. But because it's like this medium bodied um liquid mm-hmm. that isn't a spin drift it's not a kombucha it sort of sits in this like it's 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 more cocktail-esque but also more drinkable and just really refreshing so I just feel like it's hitting this zone that no one's hit before and I can't wait for you to try the fizz cans oh yeah as soon as they are into our warehouse which as you know has been (laughs) um a slight challenge this but, has been a labor of love, girl. <laughs> a labor of love, of sweat, yes. of tears, of, you know, and it's so funny because when we launched, so we launched Bombas in December of 2020 on a pre-order campaign. Wow. Because we had raised 45K in our friends and family. Yep. And that took us, you know, essentially we bootstrapped that to our pre-seed round, but, you know, we... The pre-order monies funded the first production. Okay. We had the whole team come to my place, the place that I was staying in Larchmont. Yeah. um, And we were all packing and we had, and because the pre-order on on OG was so long. Yeah. um, Much like the cans. I I think Bombas is really good at extended pre-orders. Yeah. (laughs) But, you guys really thrive on the pre-orders. <laughs> but we were packing these boxes and we the, the whole place, it was a huge place that I was staying at, my friend's mom's place. Yeah. But I had blood on my hands the no. from packing boxes, you know? And it, it was a whole team effort. But it really is blood, sweat, and tears when they say that, you know? Yeah. It, it took every bit of me. It was like, I want to say... 16 16 hour days you know because yeah. um, we just had to get the product out and customers yeah. were wanting to know where it was like it had been it had been like three and a half months and right. we, had, we the brand was just 
sort of like a pre-order website. Now right. people know that we fulfill, you know. Yeah, you're legit. So, so I'm like, hey, we're having loads of issues with supply chain, et cetera, et cetera. And people are more understanding. Yeah. But at the time I was, you know, I think you just gain confidence and we built trust with our consumers as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it really is blood sweat. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to anyone listening, like this is the nature of small business and like being innovative and, and trying to, you know, break the mold, you know, and it's really nice. Like, it sounds like you have a really loyal consumer base and they trust you and they love your product. Obviously you're really doing such a fantastic job and you're just trying your best and that's all we can do. That's all yeah. anyone can do. Yeah. It, it's, it's a definitely a real life MBA. Um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know I was going to become an expert at like import export, but here mm. we are. <laughs> Hello. And yep. supply chain, you know, we yep. have just on, from an ingredient standpoint, because, you know, we, we use a lot of different supplements and um, extracts and juices, especially in our cans. Yeah. You know, we've got, I think, like 20, Whoa. 23 ingredient suppliers, you know? Wow, um, that's a lot to manage. Yeah, and so, and everyone has, like, different, you know, lead times and and right. um, the MOQs and all of that. It's It's been such a journey, and it's, I actually really like supply chain, believe it or not, but when you're also, like, trying to fundraise. <laughs> yeah. You can only do so much, right? Yeah, and this exactly. is like the nature of of small business. And that's why yeah. it's so important to support small business and women-owned businesses because you're literally wearing 20 different hats. You're doing everything yourself. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was actually listening to the founder of Joyous on, on your yeah. show. And yeah. you know, I don't have two kids and I really do feel for um women who women entrepreneurs who are doing mm. this work and also have to be a mother and a wife right. uh, you know and so yeah. it's 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 so insane to me and like mom guilt is real you know it's totally. like um so I think they're doing God's work and yeah. at this stage I only have to look after myself <laughs> so, um but yeah, yeah. it is it's it's I wouldn't have it any other way and I think like it's so important to be enjoying the daily journey mm -hmm. and that in itself has been a real like it's taken me a long time to actually get to the position of okay no matter what happens yeah. like outside of the result like is this what I want to be doing yes I'm yeah. changing, you know, I am making a positive impact in people's lives. And that is what I want to be doing. But also it can feel very tough when there are so many challenges and obstacles that you're having to face. And so you're not sleeping, you're not working out, you're not eating right. Mm -hmm. And then it can become a really negative spiral. So for me, like, the way that I get through the day is like sleep, like I have to be in bed by 10. Yeah. Again, sensitive to totally. So I, I, I feel 
if it, even if it's 11, like I'm kind of like, I, I can sense my offness the next day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then like nutrition and, mm-hmm. and exercise and like getting that, those endorphins up, you know, and, and then I'm like the best version of myself, no matter what comes at me, which yeah. invariably maybe once every hour, something's going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's important (laughs) yeah exactly where can we find bond buds so um the easiest like if you're if you're at home and you're wanting to try um the easiest place is just to go on our website uh bombbuds.com or and we have our stockists on the stockist page it's linked there uh we're also really lively on uh tiktok so mm. at Bombas and also Instagram at Bombas. And so Amazing. yeah, love to hear from anyone. Um I'm I migrate through those accounts. So yeah. And fantastic. Jessica. Amazing. Well, Faye, thank you so, so much. I know you're so busy and you got a lot going on right now, but thank you for sharing time and space and your knowledge. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for giving me this opportunity and um, yeah, and I I want to chat offline. <laughs> yes. How awesome is Faye? And of course we chatted offline. And do we have some fun things in store for you, sober girls? As always, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave your feedback about the podcast. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know a friend or a loved one who might need this episode in their life, please make sure to share it. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide and head to asobergirlsguide.com. We got your back at any stage of your booze-free journey. From the Sober Girls Social Club to group coaching to workbooks and exercises, we got your back, girl. Head to asobergirlsguide.com now. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.